How you behave in a season of calm, in large part, determines the chaos in a season of crisis. You're listening to The Traffic and Funnel Show. I hope you guys are uh, staying safe and staying sane. And I was asked to do a little bit of teaching on how to think through crisis. People are asking us what we're doing on the real estate side. They're asking us what are, you know, how are we going to take advantage of the Federal Reserve loan rates? Uh, I'm sure clients want to know how we're navigating through kind of the season and the economic climate and the political and the, the health climate that we're in. I think this topic is too important just to reserve for clients. And if you need it, then this is for you. Okay, so how you behave in a season of calm, in large part, determines the chaos in a season of crisis. Now, there's nothing you can do about that right now because we're currently in a season of crisis. So you can't invent the time machine and go back and prepare. But I want people, I think people sometimes go through traumatic experiences. We just talked about this in a Mindset Monday or a, a Mind Medicine rather about how people behave in a traumatic state actually robs them of the lessons to avoid the traumatic state in the future. It's the same with this. It's just in reverse. How you behave in a season of calm and a season of peace determines whether you have calm and peace in the middle of a crisis. I think the first thing people need to understand is that uh, we have, in large part, as a civilization, we have gone through difficult moments before. Now, I'm not going to be the person that stands here and is like, we've done this before because a lot of what's happening is unprecedented. And if you don't know what unprecedented means, it means it's never happened before, ever. You could say that, that the bubonic plague happened. You could say that you know the Spanish flu happened. But when it comes to the markets, and there are some people that are freaking out, and this is to large extent unprecedented. But I wanted to give you a peek into the way that I am thinking. If that's okay, I wanted to peel back the curtain a little bit into the way that I am currently thinking, into the way that Chris is currently thinking. And I don't want to necessarily give you advice right now because I'm not probably qualified to do that. I don't necessarily want to give you uh, advisory services because honestly, I don't know. We've never been here before. But I do want to give you some insight into how am I navigating through the current climate if that is okay with you. Because I believe that the secret to successful mitigation starts with your thinking. It starts with how you process the world's around you. And for most of you, it probably starts with a little bit of a disconnect, a healthy disconnect away from what you're currently seeing in the media and the news. The first thing that I want to tell you that I really don't like is uh, opportunists. Opportunists. I think there's a lot of people who the only thing they focus on in a crisis is how to capitalize on it. And I'll tell you that first and foremost, that is not what you will find here at Traffic and Funnels. It is not what you will find at WealthCap, and it's not what you will find at Sales Mentor. I was getting on to somebody. I wasn't getting on to them, but I was really challenging them and in large part chastising them because, you know, they were thinking through all of the ways that they could profitably capitalize in a season where people are experiencing great pain and great fear and to a large extent panic. 
And I think as marketers, this is a group of marketers, we have to be careful that we are not contributing factors to the fear and the panic that is running rampant in society. I don't respect you if that is your state of mind. I don't respect you if that is your MO. If the first time you ex you see somebody who is experiencing fear, you think first and foremost, how do I profit from this fear? I'm not saying that that you shouldn't do marketing. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be wise and a good steward of your talents. But what I am saying is that as people, we first of all, we need to come together to make sure that people are okay. As a business owner, as a business leader, as a successful entrepreneur, you should be first and foremost focused on giving, not necessarily taking. I heard a great uh, a great quote from somebody not like three days ago. When you see some when you see somebody that's elderly in line, you should let them cut in front of you. You should call the people that you know that are elderly, and we see from the data that according to the health professionals, people who are older are more at risk, more susceptible. You should call them and you should see, hey, why don't you let me go get groceries for you? But if you do see them at the store, I was at the store last night at Publix here in Nashville, you should let people go in front of you because a lot of people are scared. I have grandparents that are scared to go out. And I think you owe it to people if you have influence to share this message. Stay away from large groups. Because it's stupid. People in Nashville two nights ago, we're partying on Broadway. How stupid do you have to be to be so self-obsessed you are going to just balk at any type of accountability, balk at any type of constraints? And uh, I saw somebody that is a buddy of mine who is using their influence to uh, really get people to do the right things. Anyways, I've been talking a lot about ethics because I think it's really important. But how do I think in times of crises? Number one, number one, it's an opportunity for us to grow. Notice I'm not talking about being opportunistic. I'm not saying it's an opportunity for you to take advantage of other people because they're afraid. This mindset is really important. You got to understand that this is an opportunity to grow. It's an opportunity to progress. It's an opportunity to advance. But more than anything, it's an opportunity for me to grow personally. Nobody knows what they're made of until they're tested. Nobody. Nobody knows how strong they are until the weight is racked up on the bench and you have to push. You hear what I'm saying? First and foremost, it's an opportunity to grow. Second, I believe that the worst thing to happen to people in, in the midst of a crisis, in the midst of a moment where people are, are fearful and afraid, I think the worst thing that you could do is to retreat and become a recluse. Now, this might sound like I'm conflicting with what I said earlier because I'm not talking about physically becoming a recluse. I'm talking about what happens to your minds. What happens to the way that you, you process through the journey? All of us have come through something in our lives that were difficult or stressful or taxing. The fear does more damage and it does more harm than the actual thing itself. What's more dangerous than any type of virus, any type of sickness is the fear that has plagued humanity to go into this massive frenzy, it's amazing. It's amazing how fear can become an instrument uh, that can accelerate and can speed up a bad situation and ultimately make it worse. Now, I've done a lot of research. In fact, my wife was making fun of me this weekend because I spent like 10 hours reading articles and researching and getting all into everything. I think we have an obligation to play it safe, 
right now. I think we have an obligation to play by the rules right now. I think we have an obligation to not just be like, well, this doesn't matter and this is not a big deal. Ultimately, the person who loses is you because it takes away the ability to healthily process what's going on around you and advance through it. As a group of entrepreneurs, we have to help each other advance. We're on the same team, man. We're all on the same team. At the end of the day, as a human being who is an entrepreneur, we are on the same team and we have a responsibility to help each other advance through, advance and to progress in spite of. Be safe, obey, and mind the leaders that are giving us directives. We are all in this together. You know, most of the business in the United States of America is run by small business not by large corporations. You walk around downtown, those restaurants are small businesses. People are hurting, people are struggling, and we need to be there for each other. But at the same time, do not become the person who is riddled and mastered by fear. It's time for everyone to grow. Adios, big, beautiful things ahead. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. For more from Chris and Taylor, visit trafficandfunnels.com and get a free gift just for being a subscriber. That's trafficandfunnels.com. I believe the number one determining factor over having a life of growth and surplus abundance and momentum is actually the way that you think every single day for three to four minutes. Let me start your day by teaching you how world-class producers, the sharpest, brightest, highest income, most influential people in the world think, and they think about their money, their lives, their influence, problems, setbacks, and everything in between. This is a fascinating daily podcast and it's gonna be really really quick and it's really you think about it like a might of a vitamin or a supplement for you to take every single morning look everybody takes supplements and vitamins for their for their physical health but even more importantly is your mental health and your mental toughness and the way you think about moving forward it's dailymindmedicine.com is the url it's absolutely free go subscribe dailymindmedicine.com i'll see you over there